Hello, everyone. This is the Come Up Interviews podcast, number 42. This is the Brettster speaking. Hey, it's the Tidester. We're back in our great studio. Yeah, we're together at last. Yeah. Well, <laughs> usually we're pretty together but well, via microphone. Yes. So. Well, in two different locations. Yeah. But, you know, we thought, you know, the AMP episode... The last time yeah, we did two, yeah. we were together, so we thought, well, we'll try that again for part three. So here we are. Yeah, people liked it. We had a good response on this, uh, you know, new format, format, you know, new a new way, stu- of doing new way of doing, new studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we are in studio together, and um, Ty, I believe yeah. you have some continuations. Yes. From the last episode. So what yeah. were those? Yeah. If you remember, if you listened to the last episode about the flights in LA and Miami and stuff. I mentioned that I have a new drug dealer name because usually I say Delgado is the evil drug dealer, or, but he died in the Robin Leach movie. So I found some new ones. So I'll mention them for one of the action stars we're going to talk about shortly. Oh, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so well, we're going to get to that momentarily, but also you have another, I guess you call it a continuation, yeah. which involves MySpace and Tom. Yes. yes. Remember, I mentioned MySpace for kind of a little bit extra time towards the end. And it's like, what is Tom's last name? So I looked it up and it's Tom Anderson. So he could be an upcoming action star eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but now we know it's Tom Anderson yeah. and you get a new drug dealer for yeah. this imaginary, <laughs> movie, imaginary movie that we made. Okay. So Tom got... Delgado's dead. He's and, dead. Uh, Tom Anderson is alive. He's alive. Well, he should uh, be. Okay. So that's uh, all set in stone, yeah. as you might say. Yeah. And so, uh, so what's next? Or who wants to be a millionaire? Who should have been an action star? Should have been an action star. Ooh. <laughs> an extended version. <laughs> so. We have a listener request. Now, last week we had a listener request from Uncle Alan. Yes. We have a listener request from a fan. And he's a really cool guy. His, his uh, Instagram handle is Strider underscore Kaijin. And his request is Richard Karn. Yes, Karn. Karn. You have to remember. You have to imagine him <laughs> looking mean and holding a gun. Yeah. Karn. So um, he, here he has the revenge beard. Yeah, he doesn't need to grow yeah, that. Yeah, doesn't need to grow that. I don't know if it's a super beard, but well, I don't think so. then that wouldn't be very revengey. No, no, he has to have a classic beard, and he's going after our new drug dealer, which is Montez. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you went from Delgado to Montez. Yes. Okay. Montez has a, a new gang of drug dealers out on the streets. And it's a gang? Well, he, it's, he's the main leader, uh, Montez. Uh, and he also has his, you know, goons. So once, you know, Karn will, uh, you know, ready up his weapons. And start blasting. So it's like, now, Karn was shirtless in yes. the movie in real life. Now, what was, was that? Tale of the Mummy, uh, the stupid horror movie of Lou Gossett Jr. I watched it last year, and he was like, why are you shirtless? <laughs> All right, so we're close. I can see yeah. why Strider, or however we should call him, yeah. came up with that, because he's yeah. almost there. He has a beard. Yeah. He is underappreciated as an action star, and he was shirtless. Yeah. So just one little push, yeah. and we could get him over the line. <laughs> exactly. So this is perfect. Of course, once again, I cannot think of a title. So How about Carnage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, forget. I love it. Yeah. Carnage. Richard Carn and Carnage. Right. Yeah. And he can slaughter people. Oh, my God. Oh, that's perfect. With, like, a machete or something. Yeah. Well, he has a machete. He has a machine gun. He has two of these, like, mini Uzis or something. <laughs> well, or he could have a lot of tools. Yeah, like tool time. Yeah. <laughs> so he could kill people with, like, a nail gun or something. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. He's just shooting a nail gun. Not a regular gun, just a nail gun at people. Oh. It would be like the end of the Equalizer. You know, yeah. Denzel Washington's at Home yeah. Depot and yeah. using what's available at Home Depot or whatever they called it. Yeah, I think they called it, like, tools. <laughs> yeah, it's called, like, Tool Mart or something. 
course, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's oh, and he's using what's there to fight the bad guy. Yeah. I, I imagine Karn would do much the same thing. And it'll be really gritty because it'll be on the streets. Yeah. So maybe towards the end it'll be like a big battle on the streets. So I can totally see this. Well, and if there is an evil drug dealer, maybe Montez. Well, maybe Montez can be played by Tim Allen. I was thinking that. I was thinking he could make a special cameo or something. Where maybe like he turns around like who is this Montez? It's Tim Allen or Timothy Allen. Yeah, which we, I think we mentioned with Connoisseur uh, last week on his podcast. Yeah, so, so that's that's a good suggestion. Yeah, so thank you. We have, well, it's, that's not your suggestion. It's uh, Strider's. It's Strider's. Well, thank you for the suggestion. I mean, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you're taking credit. No, I, I take no credit for that. So. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, buddy. Okay, so our next thing is the cliche of the day, right? Yes, it is. And today's is the original odd couple. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes two policemen of uh, different ideologies will have to work together. Yeah, I got to team up. But they don't like each other. I mean, classic examples include uh, Collision Course. Yeah. Jay Leno and Pat Morita. <laughs> well, remember the tagline? Yeah. Um, there's different as hot dogs and sushi. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of action and a lot of laughs. <laughs> That's what it says on the box. Yep. And, um, you know, Red Heat. You got uh, Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi. Oh, and there were those TV spots for Red Heat where they got Schwarzenegger as the character. Yes. I like but, when they used to do this. I don't yeah. know if they do this anymore, but they like film original footage. Yeah. So it's not just like a bunch of from the movie, they filmed the new thing for the commercials where they each talk. Yeah, he's like, I'm Avin Danko, I'm going to uh, Chicago. It's just, <laughs> and then you yeah, see Jim Belushi with like a hot dog. Yeah, it's like, hot dogs. There's this Russian guy going out here, and, like, <laughs> and then it's so awesome. That, and the theme is really cool, like, well, it's classic 80s. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, I guess he's like, I love he's just Danko. It's like, yes, I'm Avin Danko, cocaine, or whatever. He's talking about that. <laughs> so, you know, I think those are good examples, but there's countless others in the DTV world. Those are just the more some of the more mainstream examples. This is a good, you know, uh, well, it's Hellbound. You know, it's Chuck Norris and uh, Calvin Levels. Oh, yeah, Calvin <laughs> Levels. <laughs> yeah, nutty as uh, Snickers, right? Yeah, he's nutty, nutty than Snickers. Yeah, so, that, <laughs> yeah, so that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I pretty well. I think you said before we were recording yeah. that pretty much anyone Chuck Norris has to team up with. Yeah, or Dirty Harry and like, oh no, another woman. Or I don't yeah. like these women. The Duck of Time Daily. It's like, <laughs> and then well, I think we mentioned this in a prior uh, cliche of the oh. day with meet your new partner. Oh yeah. So a lot of times a tough cop has to get a new partner because <laughs> the old partner dies. So yeah. Meet your new partner, which all it all comes from Dirty Harry. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> meet your new partner, then he looks. Annoyed, he's grumbling. Like, oh, here we go again. It's like <laughs> these young people. I hate these young people, yeah. or women, or yeah. whatever, and whatever. It's like, <laughs> but then they eventually get along, and you know, they have a beer and they talk about like, my dad was a cop, my grandfather was a cop, it's right? Like, and so they work it all out. But at first, he's not happy. No, not happy at all. So, but you see that it's, it's, there's so many other ones, you know, where like, I don't know, oh, Lauren Avedon has to team up with some local guy from the Philippines. There's yeah. always something <laughs> where they're the original odd couple. Well, I know we just talked about Matt Hatt and Chase in the last episode and like Lauren Avedon and Cynthia Rothrock. But I think they, I don't remember if they get along at first. I wouldn't call that an original odd couple no. as we call them, but you know, it's close enough. It's like meet your new partner. Yeah, that, yeah, meet your new partner. <laughs> meet your new partner. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then the other person looks annoyed. Yeah, you've seen that so many times, but you gotta love it. Oh yeah, well that's why we're talking about it as cliche today because yeah. this is what we want to see, it's what we live for. You know, we have to so see true. This stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't want him to say be happy that he's getting a new partner. It's like he, and people say, great, it's like I got a new partner, awesome. Yeah, you don't see that with good reason because that just yeah. wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, 
they're always grumpy. Uh, grumpy. <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> grumpy. Isn't yeah. that like some claymation character? I think that's Gumby, right? Oh, oh yeah, right. Because <laughs> uh, if you want to go into the realm of the absurd, because oh, like Gumby no. <laughs> could be an action star or something. Let's no. do. Let's do. Uh, out there. Well, and then who's his partner? Pokey? Yeah, yeah, Pokey. It's like, yeah. But they don't get along. No, nah, they're the original odd couple. <laughs> Gumby See, with a gun. Yeah, he has a gun, but it's made out of clay. Yeah. <laughs> See, it'd be like a darker Gumby, yeah. directed by Danny Elfman. Or not Danny Elfman, no, well, Tim Burton. Tim, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like darker Gumby. Yeah, well, Danny Elfman can do the music. Well, yeah. It's like... <laughs> Dan Elfman. So. Yes, Dan. Oh, Timothy Burton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Elfman, I guess. Yeah. He should direct a movie. You never know where it would be. Daniel Elfman. It would, <laughs> it would be like the... It'd probably be a lot like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. It would just be like a, a visual equivalent to his audio... It could just be a complete switcheroo. Right? He directs the movie and Tim Burton does the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. Why yeah. don't they switch places once in a while? Edward Scissorhands 2. So, where he's like a cop yeah he's, like, Edward Scissorhands. he's wearing like a police uniform like, but, but he still has the same attitude like he doesn't talk or anything but all those scissor hands are floating out of the suit yeah <laughs> and, like, you try to put a gun like on yeah. the scissors and it's it falls, not working it falls yeah. off yeah see writes itself because if you remember in Edward Scissorhands uh, I don't want to think this is a spoiler mm. people have probably seen this movie. if not fast forward okay so if you remember Andy Michael Hall mm. is the villain Edward Scissorhands straight up kills him at the end of the movie. So he could be an action star. Well, killing the bad guy, you know, it's Cause, what's required. Because F. Michael Hall, he knows he has scissor hands. Edward. He knew it the whole time. Like, who is this freak? This Edward Scissorhands, you know? So then Edward Scissorhands just basically kills him at the end. It's like, well, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. We fell into it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's the yeah. end of our Edward Scissorhands talk. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, the original Odd Couple. That's a cliche yeah. of the day. Love it. Great. And so should we move on to the main topic of the day, which yes. is the third part in our ongoing series about AIP. Gotta love AIP. We've seen, we've talked about so many so far, but now we have 12 more. Okay. So, well, you know, obviously we're not going to go into a history of the company yeah. or anything like that we, because we kind of already did that. We did that in part one. So if you want that, just go back to part one. Yeah. We're just going to continue on yeah. talking about the movies produced by this great company that flooded video store shelves in the 80s you, and 90s. You've definitely seen these at your local mom and pop Most blockbusters. Of them, yeah. I'm not sure they had AIPs. If, if you saw AIP movies at your local blockbuster, write in. Yeah, today. write in and tell me, you know. I can mention the plugs, mention, you know, mention the Thai Action Rock on Instagram. That's how you can find me. Yeah. So, so I guess we'll start off with Savage Instinct from okay. 1991. Okay, right? Savage Instinct. Yeah. Originally called, they call her Macho Woman. They call me Macho Woman. They call me Macho Woman. I knew yeah. I was going to screw up that title. Yeah. But that's like the trauma title, right? Yeah. So, or, or what? That's so the trauma look, title, and this sentence is the AIP title. Right, and then if you look at the box art, obviously... They were trying to cash in on basic instinct. Yeah. The, the font is the same. Exactly the same. And the, uh, as AIP was wont to do, the woman on the box cover is not in the movie. Um, they get it all the time. They get like so many boxes. We mentioned that a lot. Yeah, Street Hits, I think, is a great example. Oh, there's so many. Um, Showdown. Yeah. None of those people are in the movie. And movie we're going to mention later, none yeah. of those people are in the movie. We'll, we'll bring it up again. Yeah. But anyway, they tried to sort of cash in on Basic Instinct, which is kind of funny because yeah. the movie's nothing like No, Basic it's one of these revenge movies. Now, I can mention the plot a bit. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so Susan Morris, played by Deborah Sweeney, is a mild-mannered woman whose husband was recently killed in a car accident. But then there's like these kind of... Um, they're like tough, tough bikers. They're, they're, yeah, they're after her and all that stuff. So, But then she gets revenge. And there's so. a great scene that... 
everyone talks about a lot, which is like these guys are kind of sort of like ganging up on her and she it like walks across their shoulders. Remember that? I can't remember that. No, I rewatched it a year or so ago. That's a, the best scene in the movie by far, but it's, it's a fun movie. It's worth seeing. Um, I mean, it's very low budget, but it's done by the Donahues, right? Sean right, Donahue. Sean Donahue, Patrick Donahue, of course, of uh, Kill Squad. Yeah, and... Um, so. All the other great movies that the Donnie's have done. Parole, 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 parole violators. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're yeah. great, and so yeah. for that alone, it's worth seeing because it has that kind of Donahue-esque vibe. If yeah. you've seen any of them and know yeah. what we're talking about, or uh, Rough Cut. Have you seen Donahue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Donahue. <laughs> Two chicken tacos. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Two chicken tacos. Uh, well, maybe we could do a show about Don the Donahues. Okay, I think we have enough material. I think we have enough for material that. because maybe they're, they're great. I love all their movies. We might be able to extend some material out of that. Okay, so well, I'll write that down. I mean, anything else you want to say about? Something? I don't want to give away too much. People haven't seen it. A lot of people haven't seen it. Hey, I think that's true. <laughs> so I guess what we said in our review was mm. that it's ridiculous, silly, funny, and enjoyable. Yeah. So I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. Then yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun. There's a guy named Turk that's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember Turk? I, I, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turk. Yeah, it's Turk. <laughs> I guess we want to go to the next one? Sure. So the next one, we're going to talk about... Well, we can talk about Teenage Exorcist if you want, which sure. you haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that, so go ahead. I mean, it's sort of like a horror comedy in the vein of like a Fred Olin Ray or Jim Wynorski type movie. It, it's... I think it's Brink Stevens and... Um, I think Eddie Deason. Uh, Eddie Deason. Was it Michael Berryman? In that? I, I think he was. He's on the cover. Right? He oh, like... yeah. It has a really catchy theme song. I mean, it's... It's not an action movie. It's not really an essential movie to watch. But if you happen to come across it in your local video store, yeah. uh, pick it up. But it's if you're looking for like action and thrill, yeah. that's not it. Because AIP did other things. They didn't, funnily enough, they didn't just do action, even though they're action international pictures. I think they tried to branch out. This is them branching out, trying to do like a horror comedy, mostly a comedy. So did you like the movie? Or? Uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't dislike it, but okay. I don't see myself going back to it anytime soon. I guess that could be a good uh, segue into the next one. Would it be RoboChick? Would it be oh, Super Dud? Horrible. Yeah. So, did not like this one. This is, I think if we were going to make a list of the 10 worst movies yeah. on the website, this would be on it. It's, oh, for sure. It's it's, it's not it's funny. It's torture to watch. It's it's trying hard to be funny. It, it completely fails. It's a, yeah, it's a, um, it's a fail. And, you know, Kathy Shower yeah. is only half in it. She left. She, she walked off the set. Is that true? Yeah. Because then they replaced her with some other person, so it's only half Kathy Shower. Well, I <laughs> half, can see why. Half shower, half bath. Ah. <laughs> but I can see but, why. If you were involved with this yeah. crud, you wouldn't want to be involved either, so it's pretty bad. And, just, it, and Burt Ward, and he's brutally unfunny, and the whole movie, I think it's like an hour and 50, if I'm not mistaken, double check that. It's, yeah. it's brutal. It's just... Uh, Everything is unfunny, and then what? It's uh, and it's Chris so Kattan's long. Dad is in it. <laughs> it's like, wow, that should send you running yeah. right there. Corky Romano's dad himself, <laughs> Mango, or something. What? So he was a monkey? I'm not sure what Mango was supposed to uh, be. Okay, I think he was, or if anyone found that funny. But I don't know. Think, but see, back then, that's all we had. Either Mango or nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can watch anything on YouTube, right? No, YouTube yeah. wasn't around in 1998. It was just Mango. Right. So, like, so someone thought Mango was a, was a great idea. It's probably the same person that came up with the Robo Chick. I mean, it's not funny, <laughs> that stuff. You know? It's like maybe Chris Katan's dad's like, you need this character for uh, 
for SNL. Like, what do I think, Dad? Like, how about Mango? I made a movie called Robotrip, as you know. It's like, it's like, man, that's not funny. It's like, it's like yeah. I know. Well, neither is Mango, but yeah. you have to do it anyway. <laughs> it was him and uh, Lorne Michaels thing. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> so anyway, avoid RoboChick. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a pretty uh, big Kathy Shower fan to yeah. even care. Well, we said it, it It makes you long for the subtle biting and insights of comedy of Mango. No, so oh. it's like, yeah, so. <laughs> well, I guess we said it all. I guess it also is an old Dunkin' Donuts logo. So it's like, the best part is an old Dunkin' Donuts logo. <laughs> That's not good enough. Just buy some munchkins and skip this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, the, so, the, let's go to a good one. Okay. Yeah. So I know we won't get all grumpy about RoboChick. Well, how can you not if you watch it? We're going to talk about Sudden Thunder next. Oh, Sudden Thunder. Yeah. Andrea Lamtash. Oh, oh. It's like, well, which one are you thinking of? Oh, no, I don't know. Oh. But that's the one where she's like a Florida cop and she's yeah. like, the, <laughs> the casting is so great because yeah. she's like this German woman with a thick German accent and... Well, as we said, you know, that wasn't an impediment back in those days. I mean, no. you could be like a Schwarzenegger or a Van Damme or someone with a thick accent. You could still be a big star. So I guess they figured, well. Well, she was in Blood Ring. She, you know, worked with Dale Apollo Cook. You know. Right. So she's been in these action movies and, and you know, this, she's in the backwards of Florida trying to get revenge. Right? Yeah, that's that's exactly. Well, we just watched it about a year ago. So I kind of remember it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're right. And she's like in the woods, and then there's uh, it's fun. It's like you know picking off these drug dealers, and it's, it's a good one. I think it's it's interesting to watch. You don't really she sings in the beginning. Oh yeah, she has a great nightclub <laughs> performance. Yeah. And then she like I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's but, a, it, this is definitely a better one. I mean, yeah. the movie's not perfect by any means, but it's a heck of a yeah. lot better than Robo. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, we said that Lamtosh carries the movie, so she's not front and center. Mm-hmm. And the movie lags a little bit, but it's still good. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we kind of just said what we unreview what we were just saying now. Like, why not Lamp Dash? Yeah, you know, Schwarzenegger and even Nevsky or Van Damme. You know, yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't play. I don't Lamp Dash. It's like Bison, but Bison. <laughs> so yeah, it was a fun one. I would definitely recommend that one. Yeah, I think it might still be on YouTube. But if it is, so. give it a shot. So I guess we'll go to uh, hmm, here's a wacky one. Well, it's a kind of a classic. Soul Taker. Oh, Soul Taker. So, well, it's made famous by Mystery Science Theater, really, but... Uh, it's still a good movie, kind of, because, you know, it stars most... You know, I, we watched that movie in the... He, not in the heat of the night. In the heat of passion. In the heat of passion. It's most of the cast from Soul Taker. Yeah, because it's um, Vivian Schilling, yep. uh, Robert Zadar... And Joe Estevez. Right, so they made this other movie uh, together, which doesn't get any of them accolades no no one's really heard of it it's a weird movie who, who else was it um not william cat it was not uh, like uh, it was like a, oh it was Je- jeff conaway oh jeff conaway yeah it's another movie that's worth seeing it's definitely under the radar it's like a psycho movie slash erotic thriller kind of yeah pretty much and there's like a rapper in it oh that's this really really <laughs> bad rapper that's in the beginning and end of the movie for no real reason I mean, it makes no sense like i'm going to hollywood yeah even though the movie takes place somewhere in europe I yeah think. it's 99 in europe but um there's a it's almost like the director found this guy on the street and decided to just put him in the movie and it, if you want to see some bad rapping then, <laughs> then check it out because it's pretty weak it was what like why? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, well, that movie's interesting. Oh, we can't talk about Soul Taker. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, most people might have seen Soul Taker, yeah. or at least the Mystery Science Theater version. But, or was it but, David Shark Freilich also? Yeah, he's in that too. But if you watch it straight, yeah, it's still kind of a fun, kind of goofy little movie. I don't think... 
nothing really to make fun of, really. I know they, Robert Zadar is a big face, Joe Estevez is Joe Estevez, but still kind of a fun movie. Yeah, and we know all that stuff already. Yeah, yeah. so that's why, you know, we're kind of not souring on MST3K. But I'm well, kind of I kind of think. Are you, well, I'm, I'm over it, too. It's like, oh. yeah, okay, they made some good jokes. But I think it's time for it to retire. You know? Yeah, it's like they're already, they're making fun of the movie. Yeah. I think the bit's gone a bit yeah. thin, personally. But that's just me. So I guess we can go to the next one, unless you want to kill talking no, about something. Nah. Okay. <laughs> we'll go to another kind of a quick one, in a way, which is Order of the Eagle. Uh, so, Order of the Eagle. Why is Frank Stallone, and it's yeah. about some Boy Scouts yeah. <laughs> or something. And then Do you remember like, this? No. That's, we watched it, and I know we watched it, and we reviewed it, yeah. but I just... It's it, gone. It's, it's gone from the memory. Better. So that should say something right there, that it's not very memorable. I think it's actually gone from my AIP collection. Oh. So I have a whole list called AIP's Gone, and I'll just point them out when, when there's an AIP. I'm gone. guessing that's one of them. That's one of them, because I think... Was that Tape Purge? No, it was a Tape Purge movie. Uh, I purged uh, some AIPs. Why not? Including Shredder Orpheus. Shredder Orpheus, White Fury is gone... Uh, Split. Well, I can see why Split's gone. Because Split's <laughs> not that great. Um, I have, a, I have a, a list somewhere. So, I guess we'll talk a little bit about Order of the Eagle. So, okay. Frank Stallone it plays the mysterious Mr. Quill. And he just, you know, you know hassles a bunch of Boy Scouts. Like, <laughs> for 90 minutes. For 90 minutes. And I think there's a couple of kind of lame explosions. And then the movie ends. Uh, I, but I bet maybe it could be maybe a little bit better now that I know more about AIP. Yeah, probably. See, that's the thing. If you ever came across it, I'm sure you buy it. I would it. buy it now, but I think I did buy it. I think it was that time tunnel. Of course it was. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, it's gone. All right, so... Uh, there's a guy named John... B- oh, wait, William Zip is in this. Right, but yeah, th- I think there's a lot of Zip. Yeah. Uh, this is more, mainly about Zip. And, yeah. And Frank Stallone is not... In, yeah, this is a Bill Zip. much. Yeah, this is a Bill Zip vehicle. Yeah. He has a mullet, so... Uh, anything else to say about this? Oh, this guy kind of looks like Joe Piscopo. Well, so, he usually is. Yeah. <laughs> anything else to say about this? Uh, well, we can move on to the well, next one. You want to move on to the next one? Okay, so then we'll do Speak of the Devil... Oh, that's his other comedy. Oh, yeah. His other yeah. horror comedy. That it's, it's a lot like Teenage Exorcist. It was like, almost like a sequel, in a way. Mm, I mean, it could be. I don't think any of the same people are behind it. I haven't seen that one, though. Oh, well, it, I can almost reiterate a lot of what I said. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the comedy maybe works a bit better in Speak of the Devil, but, um, but it's like a horror comedy, mostly a comedy, and there's a lot of silly, stupid humor, and it's, again, and not an essential movie to watch. But if you happen to come across it, give it a shot. But it's you, you know, you think it looks more horror. No, it's not. It's not okay. Not, not not as far as my memory goes. Well, there's one more of these horror comedies I don't well, know. My, yeah, I'll just skip. Well, I guess it was House on Tombstone Hill. Mm, that, no, no, oh, that's, that, it's, I think that's not a comedy. Oh, I thought there was Dead that, Dudes now. Well, it is, and that's another one of these oh. trauma connected things. But I was like, House on Tombstone Hill is the original title. I think Dead Dudes in the house is the trauma title they tried to make it look like like a boy band or something we see the, co- the dead dudes in the house cover it's kind of funny i think none of those people are in the movie of course not it's more about i guess like a low budget horror outing which vinegar syndrome has released on blu-ray what, what are you not gonna buy? no i have no interest in okay i didn't i didn't like it all that much i mean it's okay it's fine but it's a one-time watch in my opinion uh, but again it shows the ip branching out trying to do a horror kind of thing I mean, I guess of the three examples, it wasn't that successful. 
That's three examples of oh, sorry, two examples. Speaking of devil and teenage exorcist. Oh, you're talking about like their horror. The horror, horror, horror. There's comedy. also Hellmaster, right. which we haven't seen. I want to see that John Saxon and the covers of hilarious. Looks like Hellraiser. Yeah, it's not Hellraiser. It's Hellmaster, <laughs> and they couldn't afford pins, so they just painted stripes on the guy's <laughs> yeah, face. That's so funny. And so that's enjoyable. Again, released by Vinegar Syndrome, yeah. but I don't really want to buy it. Though. No, okay, I want to see it, but I don't want to buy it. So mm, I'm sure we could find a way. But I guess we can go to the next one. Okay. Which is another, it's a classic. Mm. Center of the Web. Oh, it's, it's Center of the Web. Okay. Yeah. Ted Pryor, Bill Zip is back, Robert Davi, Bo Hopkins, Charlene Tilton. A very special appearance by Charles Napier. Yeah, one of Charles Napier's <laughs> best performances. Yeah, you'll see, like, wow, what a great performance uh-huh. by Charles Napier. We don't want to give away too much, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's if, you, if you like Charles Napier, <laughs> maybe don't watch that. Don't watch it, yeah. <laughs> and Tony Curtis at his best, too. Right, so the cast is amazing. There's this uh, really impressive thing with a bus. Yeah, right? it's like, it's a, it's like, it's, it's like they, gave, they put everything into yeah. this bus incident. Because if you look at the back of the, yeah, you're right. If you look at the back of the bus, it's all the bus. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> You know, it's like they built the movie around this kind of bus stunt. Yeah. But it's, you know, there's some intrigue and some know. interesting twists at the end, which are uh, explained a lot <laughs> towards the end, which made by Tony Curtis is really funny. One of the funniest parts in the movie is this kind of long explanation about being in the center of the web. So. <laughs> and with that Tony Curtis type yeah. of voice, yeah. Yeah, the Brooklyn Queens <laughs> accent or whatever it is he has. So yeah, it's enjoyable. It's, yeah. The, this is probably one of the better movies we've mentioned so far. Yeah, no, I guess we're some duds today. Because you can actually watch this start to finish yeah. and enjoy it, you know, as opposed to some of these well, other I mean, ones. Sudden Thunder. I guess. No, Sudden yeah. Thunder is yeah. fine. And the guess, comedies are okay. Yeah. But this this might be one of the better ones so far. I know we have a really good one I think we're going to yeah. be ending with. Yeah, we're ending with a good one. You want to talk about a little bit of the plot of Center of the Go ahead, or, Yala, you do. Okay, that. so John Phillips, played by Ted Pryor, is just a symbol acting teacher, but he's mistaken for a hired killer by some bad dudes. And then a conspiracy begins to unfold. The center of the <laughs> web. So, um, I think yeah, the, there's a little game called the City Press. Just, not the New York Times, not okay, like that. City Press, right. in quotes. So it's like, uh, anything else here? Um, Tony Curtis, let me see here. Okay, so we kind of said what we said about the bus chase mm. is in the review. So I guess we'll go to the next movie, which it, oh, we're going to have a dud. Okay. Do we want to do the dud in a second? Fine, let, no, let's just dig, okay. get it over with. Deadly Secret. Oh. <laughs> I, I, don't, today. I don't know why you put all these duds in this one episode. I forgot there were so many duds. You know, I can... Uh, uh, we'll have some more happier movies after this. So. Okay, well... This is another top ten worst movies we've ever seen for the website. Yeah, or I think it's just in general, oh, general it's one of the like, worst movies. It's it's awful. Nothing happens. It's pretentious, yeah. incoherent. Yeah. Uh, no character development. No plot. It's pretty much everything that makes a movie unpleasant yeah. to sit through. It's but there's one bright spot, which well not only Joyce is in this, mm. but they have a misspelling. So if you remember. <laughs> Raggy, oh Raggy! Wait, there's yeah. someone named Raggy. Yeah, but his name is Reggie. But they they call they spelled it Raggy. Reggie <laughs> Kale is the actor, but they they he said as Raggy. So <laughs> all right, so we have, we all right, so yeah. it's not a total loss. We got Raggy out of this, but <laughs> the movie itself, I would say, avoid it. I know it's just we said it's headache inducing and blurry flashbacks and. Joe Estevez adult content. <laughs> I know so. it's there's nothing about this that's worth recommending. I mean nothing. And we really we like wow, get this off 
my screen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this is a rough one. It's this a rough is... one. We'll do a happy one right now. We're okay. going to being happy. Yes. Okay. So, Michael, almost <laughs> we run this run this so quickly. So we're gonna go with uh, raw nerve. Raw nerve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's uh, Glenn Ford. I like flowers. <laughs> yeah. It's an amazing cast. You got Tracy Lords, Jim Michael Vincent. Um, Oh, Randall Tex Cobb, yeah. and of course Ted Pryor. Right, and Glenn Ford. And Glenn Ford. Glenn, Glenn Ford. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got Glenn Ford to be in this, but they did, and he really doesn't like flowers. No. <laughs> or, he, or he likes flowers. Or he likes because he wanted to be a florist, not a cop. Right. So. And he will, He definitely isn't shy about letting people know that. <laughs> he, definitely, he wasn't shy to Jam Michael Vinton, the JMV himself. No. Um, but it's another one of these small town intrigue kind of things where there's a murder and they're trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, and some twists. And I think Sandal Bergman's also hanging oh, around. Okay. It's, not, it's a decent watch. Cause it's it like, is. I, this is one of the better ones. So yeah, for I'm sure. trying to get a happy or <laughs> Yes, I, it's a happy. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, the opposite of bad is happy. Yeah, I would recommend that one for sure because it's, it's an interesting kind of, uh, you know, Mixture of all different genres and has a couple of cool stunts at the end. That car stunt at the roof, remember this? Mm. Or maybe Randall Tex Cobb, he's acting really crazy and he was like dr- maybe drunk. <laughs> well, that, but that's what makes the movie good. It's sort yeah. of a mystery thriller. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah. I think this would go in the recommend pile. So, now, here's a movie we saw, but we don't really remember much about it, which is The Second Victory, which is a, another AIP movie that's gone. It's a war movie. Yeah, the World War II kind of drama. It's another so. one of these. I think it's a pickup. I don't think yeah. it's something they produced. I just think it's something they released. And I remember it being decent, but yeah. um, I, kind it, of forgettable. Yeah, just, you watch it, you kind of enjoy it, and you're like, you know what? I'm not. I don't put it in my collection anymore. So, I, mean, I think that was in their tape purge. You got that another, that's another tape purge movie. Second, so I, well, I can talk about the plot a little bit, but right, I already said it. So let's see here. I got to find it. So here it is, 1987. Okay. Oh, Max von Sydow. That's Christopher Plummer, but that's um Firehead. That's Firehead. And remember that Crud Plummer movie you watched? Oh, nuts. Um, oh, Ugh, what's that movie called? Conspiracy of Fear. Yes, yes. Conspiracy of Fear. Really bad. That should be another top. Well, maybe that could be almost a podcast now. The top ten worst movies we've ever. Oh seen. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> we have, we gave you a couple of them already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But okay, so just after the end of World War II, in the winter of 1945, the fighting has ended. But the brutality of murder and the pain continue. And then it's about some uh, guy named Anthony, uh, actor named Anthony Andrews plays Mark. His name Mark Hanlon. And yeah, you know, it's a movie on a screen, kind of. You almost care, really close. I, and like, it's not like bad. It's not no. like a Robo Chick or a Deadly Secret. No, but it's just more of a standard kind of drama. Well, what we put was. You know, AIP, AIP, perhaps feeling cornered into the shirtless meathead with a machine gun market. <laughs> they wanted something of the higher class. Right. So, it's probably what they were thinking. Yeah, it's like, you know, so we have our maximum breakout. Oh, well, I guess, did we talk about that one already? It, I hope. <laughs> so, well, you would know that. You're keeping track of all this stuff. I think we did in, in the part one or two. Because that's a good example of an AIP movie. Like, I've never seen one. A Maximum Breakout is pretty much (laughs) the ultimate example. Which we mentioned, like, it's a Maximum Breakout. You know, should have been X. Or was it? Uh, Uh, Cliché of the Day. Cliché of the Day. That's taken from Maximum Breakout. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, our next movie, we're almost done. We're almost done. Um, We have... Where is it here? Ah, here we go. Nope. (laughs) It lost a Hell on the Battleground. It was an interesting song. 
with the William Smith. I believe in the battle. <laughs> Do you remember the song? Um, now that you sing it, that does sound familiar. It's a classic like Vietnam with a lot of these goofy explosions and torture and torture of Ted Pryor and Bill Zip. <laughs> I mean, this is what AIP did. Yeah. You know, they went to the forest and yeah. they made these movies. Yeah. And, it's uh, kind of interesting in a way. They're way of like, I'll go in the forest and make 15 same <laughs> movies all the time. Yeah, Operation Warzone, Hell on the Battleground, yeah. Deadly Prey. Yeah. Um, well, Deadly Prey, obviously, we talked about that one. Well, that stands time. head and shoulders above the rest, but it's really of the same formula. They just kind of... And then they kind of pair you with an invasion force. Remember that was like a movie in between? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, because I remember when I was first looking into invasion, I was like, whoa, it looks, it looks like classic IP. Shirtless guy with a machine gun. Right. <laughs> but there's a little more to it. It's yeah. almost like the scream of... <laughs> yeah. Of, of when the scream is to slashers, yeah. that's... Um, invasion forces to the AIP action movie. It's sort of like somewhat self-referential, kind of tongue-in-cheek, making fun of it. You know, Douglas Harder. Uh, <laughs> Douglas Harder. Well, I know he was Pappy in the, oh no, Rapid Fire. Well, I forget which he's one. Pappy he's always in pappy. all of our hearts. Yeah, he's going to be Pappy forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we've kind of run through this pretty quick. Um, well, how many more do we have to go? Like two. <laughs> well, the, I got a few more. So, okay, um, Hmm. We'll go with here's a Christmas classic, elves. Oh well, that's just a classic. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it. So it's well, we have a long history with elves. Yeah, and tell them about the history. We saw it in a video store, and we just <laughs> there's so many things about it that are enjoyable. We kind of made our own movie, um, which we called Elves, which is about an elf doll that, or maybe elf himself, maybe yeah. it's a doll that goes around killing people. Also called Silent Elf, Deadly Elf, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, is a movie we made. We were so inspired by elves because, you know, we saw it on the video store shelf. We watched it. There's all these wacky moments mm-hmm. in it. Um, Dan Haggerty is... The, He's like a mall Santa slash yeah. security guard. But the reasoning behind the elves and what they're doing is... Very surprising. It is a little surprising, <laughs> which is what's good. And they made the most of their low budget, and it's, it's very entertaining. And um, yeah, I can't rewatch it last year. It was. It definitely delivered again. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. You have a copy. No, I don't. Oh, I, keep <laughs> I have a copy, I guess. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think I found that time tunnel. That's a great find. I can't believe I found elves at time tunnel. Well, back so. then, you could find stuff at time tunnel. Now you just have to, you know, roll the dice and see what you can find on the bottom of the Goodwill shelves. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's about so. all you can hope for. <laughs> so let's see. I guess we can go, hmm, let me think here, because we, we were so quick today. Um, okay, uh, we'll go with Maniac Warriors. So this is one of those Empire of Ash things. Yeah. Empire of Ash 2 is the yeah. same thing as Empire of <laughs> Ash 3. I think there's no Empire of Ash 2. So there's Empire of Ash, uh-huh. which is Maniac Warriors, uh-huh. and then there's Empire of Ash three, which is Last of the Warriors. There is officially no Empire of Ash two. It's a little confusing. And that's Lord Samandal for you. Well, you love Samandal. We even came up with the term Samandal moments. Yeah, because there's like these kind of you know S and M type moments in all of his movies. Every single there's always a character that's some sort of whip, and it's really really ridiculous, dangerous prey. You know, Maniac Warriors, Last of the Warriors. Um, the prison movie. Which uh, prison movie? Or is it Chain Heat 3? Chain Heat 2. Oh, Chain Heat 3, yes. And maybe probably Chain Heat 2, because they're both directed by, or made with Samandal's input. <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, Dark Confessions. 
Let's talk about Rena Riffle. Rena Riffle at her best. It, and oh, what's another one? Uh, oh, Cracker Jack even has a Samantha moment with T.I. Thomas Ian Griffith. Yeah, I know T.I.G. as yeah. they sometimes yeah. call him. So it's like, of course. It's like, <laughs> well, Samantha has to put that in everything, even if it yeah. doesn't even necessarily need to be there, like in a Cracker Jack. Well, wait, there's the ultimate example. Hotsid Strain. Oh. Yeah. Wait, did he direct that? Well, it was his buddy, Michael Mazzo. Oh, right. He so, works together with yeah. him. And they so, made the Empire of Ash movies. Too. Yeah. So if it's a Michael Mazzo or Lord Samandel production, you're going to get some Samandel or Mazzo moment. <laughs> so <laughs> the Cracker Jack was, oh, God, Cracker Jack too, is one of the best movies of all time. Yes, so, a.k.a. Hostage Strain. It's, yeah. it's George Reinhold yeah. at its best. It's... Uh, we talked about all our best. Well, yeah, we've yeah. praised this movie to the heavens before. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about us praising Cracker Jack 2, listen to the Exploring Helicopter podcast that we were on. Oh, yeah. 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 It was all yeah. about that. We just, we, we really went nuts. Yeah. Talking. This is what we talked about, and it had a CGI, well, not CGI in a way, but... It's like a green screen. Green screen explosions, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's just, the, you know, the, the ice... What's the iceberg? Yeah. Or I can say like tip of the Reinhold or something. Yeah, like yeah. Once you know, the tip of the Reinhold. There's a tip of the Reinhold for that. It's, I think it's still maybe on Amazon Prime. Now I could do a quick look. Well, but, but people might be listening to this yeah. five years from now. That's, yeah, I don't know what time is on Prime five years from now. Not pretty good uh, technology. Well, you know, the, I, I'll find some old podcast and listen yeah. to it. This could be in the future. Or I, I listen to the past. Old, yeah, sure. <laughs> What's the future? What's the past? It's like, we don't know. You have to ask Soul Taker. Doesn't that happen? Soul I Taker think so, right? Or something like that, or they, they go to hell or something. I'm trying to remember that. You know, I watched it last year. I bought it last year. I watched it, like, but then just, I forgot. That's understandable. So, we're, I only have one more movie. <laughs> but I'm ending it on a high note. Okay, so get ready. We have Brutal Fury. So let's really dig deep okay. into this one. All right. I don't know much about who made the movie or anything. Any, you know, behind the scenes on that. But this is an undiscovered gem. I'm telling you people. It's, it's, it, people need to talk about this movie. I think the only problem is AIP made these movies in limited quantities, I think. I don't yeah. know how many they made, but not as many as, you know, other companies. So they didn't make it to every video store. If they did, if this was put out by like a media or a lightning video or that, one of those bigger companies, it'd be around more. And it, people would be talking about it more. This is an undiscovered gem waiting to be rediscovered. That's Vinegar Syndrome should release this right now. Like, yeah. why is that being released right now? I mean, we could mention what the plot. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. Yeah, but it's but or one of these Blu-ray companies. Yeah. I think be perfect for Vinegar Syndrome, but any of them, like Severin or um, I don't What's know. The one, um, uh, Olive films, any yeah, of them. Arrow, Arrow. Well, yeah, yeah this, yeah, this could work as an arrow. It's perfect for Vincent. As they say. Yeah, Vincent. Yeah, this would be perfect <laughs> for Vincent. No, but it really would. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a regional, like homemade type movie yeah. with a lot of you know heart and spirit to yeah. it. You know, they're really trying. They yeah. really care. There's something to it that you kind of can't help but enjoy. Yeah, and so there's a couple things going on. There's. A 21 Jump Street style plot where this uh, female cop kind of goes into a high school to bust some drug dealers for this drug that's going on. But also, um, this kind of runs headlong into the Misty subplot where (laughs) Misty is this high school girl who's like filled with rage. Yeah, and mysterious. And she's very mysterious. A a great character. And... um, but there's also this gang at the school, this female kind like of sisterhood. Clique. You can't call it the sisterhood. Yeah. And they try to recruit Misty, 
and they have these sort of like satanic type rituals to get into the sisterhood. And Dude, this is the original sisterhood, not the traveling pants. So no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> this is the original one. And so it has a great, great song yeah. at the end of the movie, yeah. a title song which we always like called Misty, I believe. Yeah, it goes Misty. Oh, Misty. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Everything about this movie is great. You'll yeah. have such a great time watching yeah. it. If just you just watch it. If you find I think it, it's on YouTube. It should hopefully still be on YouTube. As of this talking, yeah, I think it, it might be, but nevertheless, it needs to get a physical release. A hundred percent. And what's funny, well, the, the character of Misty, played by Lisa Gabrielle Green, was also on the classic show wishbone right so i think that's the only thing she ever did yeah she was in brutal fear and she was on wishbone yeah what a career how does that happen but it's it's fascinating i love to see that like look at her finally brutal fury you're hired yeah yeah it's like well we got something we have like a pbs show about a talking dog well you're in brutal fury so okay Okay, that's good enough it's like Um, you know Wishbones like solving crimes by dinner time. Because yeah. <laughs> I was Mary Kane Ashley. But close enough. But we did mention how there's a movie later on with people on the box cover that aren't in the movie. This is another one. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty cool cover. It, like it is. It's like these girls yeah. with like a holding weapons. Yeah. Um so who wouldn't want to rent it? But you know, there was so many things to rent back in those days. I mean you might not have really been, noticed it, but it, yeah. it stands up for like a second, like what? Did they put it back? Yeah, but what people should have done is not put it back because yeah, this you is... You had to rent this. Yeah. You know, and now it's gone to the sands of time, only on YouTube. If, if hopefully people could find this movie. Yeah, especially a company that would release it on Blu-ray would be amazing because then I think its standing in the world would rise. I think the only reason why people don't talk about it is because they don't know about it. They It's... That needs that recognition. We're lucky to see, you know, because we did AIP April last month right. on the site, and that was the last movie. It was Burning Vengeance. Yeah, another then, great one. I think we talked about that last time. So thanks, Dave, yes, again, thanks. once again for Burning Vengeance. I, yeah, we, we thank him a lot. But it's, it's worth it because, you know, Robert Pence is a yeah. great man, as is Brock Genesis, yeah. the same person. Well, he's, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's an epic legend. <laughs> yeah, he's not just an epic, and he's not just a legend. Yeah, he's, he's an, an epic, epic legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Brutal Fury is in its own right. I, this is, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that we we're trying to go through and watch every AIP movie, yeah. we probably wouldn't have ever found this. We're just lucky. We just stumbled upon it. Right. Yeah. But that's how these things start. So I, this might be one of my favorite AIP movies of all time. Definitely top ten. See, now we're ending on a nice high note. Yes. So like, yes. I know we had some low notes of movies. A bunch of low episodes. notes. Yeah. We'll, we'll try for the next episode. We'll try to make sure it's like low, high, medium. It's, yeah. When I made the list, it was like, well, I got to do this one, so I just put it on the list. So, no, I get it. Yeah. But, you know, there's enough variety yeah. in this. <laughs> but, you know, the the high note definitely is Brutal Fury. Yeah. I got a good high note for next time. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I can give him a clue. Okay. Someone named Reb Brown. Oh, so. oh, <laughs> oh, I think I might know what it is, yeah. but I'm not going to give that yeah. away. Um, I can give the story behind that once uh, we do that next time. Does that also have a misspelling? Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> it might be like a Roggy, a Roggy <laughs> Kale. <laughs> yes, <it's> Roggy. <laughs> well, so, well, there'll be plenty of time to talk about yeah. what that is and yes. AIP part four. Yeah, so it's I don't want coming to... very soon. Then uh, what, we, what we have coming up? I think we have Connoisseur. Yes, we'll be doing another no subject. Yeah, because okay. I think people liked our no subject part one, so we're yeah. going to do no subject part two. So that'll be good because now I'm out of 
uh, part three list. So I guess that's why. No, oh, what's upcoming? You know, we see that on these talk shows. But oh, what do you got coming up? What do you got coming up next? You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, you mean like when they're asking yeah, these like, people? Hey, uh, Allison Janey, like Arsenio uh, <laughs> uh, said, do you like acting? But I was like, like so, you like acting? So, so Allison, do you like acting? <laughs> that's a real clip, by the yeah. way. Ty's not making. I'm making that up. It's like. <laughs> no, you're not making it up. Uh, no, no, I'm not. And then, then they always say, well, Allison, what do you got coming up? <laughs> right. Then she's on you know, another 50 seasons of Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some of Mom. I hear it's not that bad. It falls off after like season four because I think they're out of ideas. Yeah. So well, like, that happens. And then I think it just ended. So. Oh, so, so now you can buy, if, if you saw the complete series of Mom at Goodwill, would right. you would I buy it? No, I wouldn't buy it. I'd catch it on your local boob tube. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, it's, it's probably in syndication. Oh, it is. That's how I watched it. I watched it on syndication on FX. So, right, right. But I guess we, that's the end of the episode. Wow, fast-paced. But uh, Yeah, well, I mean, hey, we got no more to say, really, so we won't waste anybody's time. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a long episode. Yeah, it doesn't be an hour or it doesn't be... You know, probably, well, now it might be 90 minutes plus. Yeah, so we'll make up for it yeah. in the next episode because that yeah. might run a little long. So, yeah. so um, I guess so. I guess we could do the plugs. Okay, so let's start with the website. Clubinterviews.net. And then we got the email. Uh, yes, if you want to email us about podcast-related matters, do, yeah. <laughs> do so at crpodcast at yahoo.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have, I'm on uh, Instagram, Ty Action Rocks. I'm on uh, Twitter, Ty Comeuppance. And we're on Facebook, and we already made the jokes about MySpace last time. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, there's so, yeah. so much we could say about Tom. Or Tom, or MySpace, or what Friendster. Friendster, what did like Liam Neeson was on MySpace last time. Wait, so. didn't he want to expand upon Oh, that? yeah, Liam Neeson on MySpace. Like, I don't know who you are. Lenore's not in my top eight. <laughs> it's like, right there, right there, you got to do it. Yeah, I got to do it, yeah. So. Uh, I know you were worried about that. Yeah, it's like, so I guess, I think those are all the plugs. Right, so I guess after the plugs, we have to end the show. We have to end the show. I know, it's always tricky to end this show. Well, because we can't, you know, talk about anything else. Once the plugs happen, the show has to end now. It has to end. We have to pull the plug. Oh, (laughs) well, on that note, I guess we will pull the plug. So this has been AIP Part 3. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, let us know. If you didn't, then I guess you can to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, let us know, but maybe maybe don't. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) leave a comment. I don't think we've gotten too many iTunes comments. No, Uh, no, we haven't gotten in a while, so. Or not comments, but uh, okay. reviews. Reviews. Or ratings. Yeah, yeah. Rate and reviews on iTunes. Yes. Or Spotify. Or, or, or the other podcast, which podcasts. you never mentioned, like iHeart and um, TuneIn. Yeah, I haven't seen a review. Well, I don't really check that, actually. I don't check it either. <laughs> so people are listening on there. Great. Um, great. Google Thanks Play. Google Play. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll take a look. Yeah, know? I could take a look. I'm sure we have stats that go along with that, but I never look. I never look. I just go with iTunes. This is on your dang phone. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I, mean, but I mean, as far as who's listening. Who's listening? Yeah. I don't even check that. Oh, okay. Oh, we didn't we get a thousand downloads? Well, yeah. That, well, I think that's just on Podbean. Oh, Podbean. We, we, hit some, okay. we hit some sort of milestone on there. But Pretty cool. Yeah, so that's good. People are, It shows people are people listening. listening. They like what we're putting out there. Yeah. So that's, well, then th- thanks for listening once again. So I guess we'll end the show. Yeah, so thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye.